0: and we are live unceremoniously because uh this week you know we're gonna kind of like i'm gonna adjust volume levels on the go we got a lot to talk about um and honestly the the biggest the biggest i suppose uh question in this episode will be or not episode i suppose it's an episode biggest question will be will uh flash uh, manage to stay awake um because he is uh working mornings and sleeping little um but don't let don't fear all right we've brought two of the greatest um rocket league uh critics and commentators um oh. <laughs> we have oh, our usual crew too uh <laughs> we we have our usual crew of um wabbits and combo say hello you guys hello hello, I'm hello. Wabbits. Uh, hello. okay so Hi. first things I'm first wabbits. i'm what i am wabbits um First things Better worse. combo?
1: On <laughs> the two people.
0: Stop, stop. Let's keep this focused. Alright. Um, we got so much to go through, and we can't let this show derail, okay? No more raw, like Rob Rant's or whatever that was last week. You, you um, know that's not happening. We, well, I'll try, dude. I'll try. Um, <laughs> Alright. What I want I, what I do want to start off with is uh for the handful and I mean little handful of people that were expecting the Rob and Kyle show um we've talked about it and i think that show will be much less uh regular and honestly whatever we feel like um i think the point with that show is to not make it like something that's a chore it's really like whenever we feel like doing a show we'll do it um so a, no regular plans for that one but for the rocket league show there is some uh awesome things that happened um one so many. <laughs> well okay hold on before we get into what we're gonna go over in this episode um, okay, okay. I do want to talk about, um, one at the beginning of the last episode, remember how I was saying something about 200 listeners mm-hmm. Yep. after re-listening to the episode, I believe I might've, uh, what's falsely led people to believe that every one of our episodes has hit 200, uh, listens. <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> what I had meant was there was a total of 200 listens with it, like the fact, like I, I re-uploaded everything and people went back and listened to all, all our shows, um, and so mm-hmm. we were we we had 200 within a very short sure amount of time. I was very excited about that. Um, mm-hmm. But the cool thing is though is our last week's episode has almost reached 200 listens, um, which is wow. what... was a fiery one too. It was a good one. It was a fiery mm-hmm. one, man. Um, listen, I. I don't even know what Wabbits was saying uh, at one of the top <laughs>
1: topics. I'm... Wait, what? You... Oh, wasn't that bad?
0: Well, I don't. I, no, 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 no. I, I, th- I think you were, you were trying. I, I think I remember being in that moment and being like, "All right, let's just not." You know what I mean? Like, I, I maybe, maybe I was one preoccupied, uh, thinking uh, like my mind was somewhere else. But at the same time, I was like, "Let's make sure whatever Wabbits ends up saying is not something that destroys our show completely." Um, that, mm, okay. <laughs> that was really my goal in that whole segment, as you were trying to give a devil's advocate to our uh, second Fair. more brief story. <laughs> um, for if you want to, you know, if you want to listen to that, you can go ahead and listen to that. Um, as for another thing, we actually had some. We had a uh, commenter on our Reddit post um, saying that one, he very much enjoyed uh, Combo's tip about uh, Baku's mod. Hey, um, always, always find more stuff. bucks in the
2: pocket. <laughs> yeah pretty, pretty, pretty much,
0: that's how that works um and pretty much uh he was also saying uh that i should uh you know when i ran i should give you guys uh some time to talk and uh i think he is absolutely a hundred percent uh correct but uh you know what when I you get a rob the
1: only person that thinks that
0: <laughs> <laughs> no uh rob's rant happens it happens all right it's, it, it doesn't stop okay um, another thing is uh, there were definitely another commenter was actually hoping uh, that pro wrestling promos would be uh, a common feature of the RLCS. So get on that, uh, <laughs> Um And our last thing is, of course, right, when we film a show, uh, film I suppose record a show on a uh, Tuesday evening, all right, uh, mm-hmm. all of a sudden... Every every possible news thing that could drop drops like the day or two Literally. after um and so, so
1: i think that today for you guys if you're listening on wednesday was very eventful
0: pro- <laughs> probably um anyway the, the yeah yeah if you're, if you're listening when the show is up we'll pro- um i don't know bill gates has bought uh the rlcs um that's probably disney, what's happened disney
1: sold out to something
0: <laughs> disney dis- <laughs> Disney, Disney has acquired rights and is making a Rocket League movie. That's uh, that's the news that's happening. No, um, there is a lot of news, and uh, after discussing it um, very intently, and by that we mean all of ten seconds before the show started, uh, we've decided that this week will pretty much just be a news-related corner, um, including esports. We'll, we'll kind of like group that in, uh, but it'll it'll be mostly news and talking about different subjects. Just because this week is so heavy and there's so much to talk about. Um so without further ado, I think I think we'll start in what I feel maybe maybe this is a controversial opinion, but I feel like it's it's kind of like a oh that's cool news. Um uh we <laughs> okay. have I, I wanna, think I know what it is. Uh face it is uh is been introduced oh, into oh you you're thinking something else. Well, I yeah. I guess there's a couple of news that is oh it's cool news, but uh, I'm like super hyped about this. All right, well, that that's probably because you have a better familiarity uh, than I do. And that's why, Combo, you're on this show to uh, bring wisdom to us. Um, describe the importance of Face It and why I should care as someone who only mm-hmm. briefly knows the term because some CSGO people have told me about it, but not much else.
2: Is that your. Tell me to go now. Yeah, that's it. That's, it, that's, <laughs> the, that's the combo <laughs> turn. Uh, no, I'm I'm hyped about Face It for so for those who didn't know, uh news I think news kinda of broke this morning with uh the Reddit post from Tadpole, who plays on Triple Trouble. Um posted uh just literally just a um a picture on the subreddit, the Rocket League subreddit saying face it in game matchmaking system for Rocket League question mark and just for no reason if you now currently open your Rocket League game. Um I don't know if it's on all platforms. That's not something I feel like I can confirm right now, but um, at least on the Steam version, if you open up the, uh, the your play, uh, sorry, your extras tab, where you see your replays, your workshop, like all that kind of stuff, um, there's a spot that says check for Faceit match. Uh, so for who, those who don't know, Faceit is a rather large competitive organization. Think of the organizations like Major League Gaming, ESL, TESPA, those kind of large organizations that would run either community tournaments or leagues or ladders or whatever that ends up being. Uh, and they are they've now partnered with uh i was going to say Psyonix, but they've now partnered with our later news point of epic to uh come in and uh basically run a face it group in in rocket league so uh just for those who don't know what they do they they do leagues, um, so the ladder play is basically think of normal ranked where you get MMR. However, it's just a, an ever-growing ladder that it generally works in. So you see your position on the ladder as you move through. Um, they they do. I know they have their own little like, social media systems, so like they do have like friendships and like hubs and like teams and all those kind of different things like that. So you can see like um, stats, rankings, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, the, but the big kind of oomph as to what it is is they will be running most likely uh, from what I read. Uh, in their beta right now that's currently going to be running in rocket league starting this week is daily tournaments which is pretty cool Uh, and so the big kind of gain of face it is they actually have a payout program so if you win ladders tournaments things like that you can actually make money so um, i'm assuming there's going to be some method of either adding your paypal or something like that to to rocket league Um, but now basically what you'll do is you'll you'll earn what are called like face it points and then you can exchange them for like prizes in their store, some of those prizes actually being real money or real things online, which is really cool. Um, so of all of the kind of orgs that I like, I was really uh, hoping Rocket League would join into. Face it was a big one of them, so I'm really excited about that one.
1: Yeah, that actually sounds really cool. I'm kind of uh, excited for I guess an amateur league. It sounds kind of like. Um... Yeah,
2: kind of. It's I just I love the idea of having a different way of playing competitive, right? Like it's not yep. just grinding the same standard playlist every single time.
1: Yep, plus with the uh, the option for, like, actual monetary uh, rewards from it, that's definitely a reason for um, people that are higher skill to play it. And I could easily see that being a drafting area um, for, I guess that would be uh, RLRS. Like, people True, from there yeah, could draft, up. right? Yeah. Yep. All right.
0: Um, so with that in mind... Uh no I I let me let me I, I suppose let me think about this for a little bit I I think there's nothing it's really interesting for me whenever there's like third-party ladder systems within a game um just because it seems like something that is quite foreign to the current esports scene right yeah um like CS:GO has done it um but,
2: yeah ESCA is that what it's called in CSGO? yeah
0: yeah but it just seems like their most games much like the companies much prefer to have ownership of whatever competitive format uh, exists, and anything else that exists has to be like grassroots, or like, it's hard to make a leaderboard if you don't have support from the uh, developer, Um, and it seems like they will definitely have that backing.
1: Hmm. Um, So we uh, move on to the next one, I guess, with, I think this is uh, definitely a good start for Epic. oh i like that <laughs> right? smirk all right all right hold on before right? before we move guy's on the
0: conductor now oh yeah it's okay Over. it's my train i you know i'm tired one episode all right and this is what happens um <laughs> instant mutiny instant mutiny right imagine brock esports would have happened if, if i uh, for a day <laughs> slept
1: yep um
0: <laughs> yeah uh well i anyway uh, no, i know combo i want to get because i know you had some interesting well interesting some Mostly, probably, negative thoughts on Epic in general. (laughs) Um, So let's start with those, and we'll we'll bounce off that.
2: Cool. Uh, Honestly, in the days since the acquisition, uh, I have matured my thoughts um, on it. I had an initial very, very negative reaction um and i for, for, for some reason last like three weeks we've i've been bringing up this coordinator chat from collegiate but that's where i think most of our discussion uh at least that i've been a part of has been happening like we have been nonstop stop discussing since that announcement has been made up until like yesterday um and it's like so that's why i think i've been able now to see a couple other opinions other than just the, like oh my god this is terrible or though oh my god this is great uh, but like I've actual like, beefy substance opinions, which has been really nice. Uh, So for me, at least, I I started, my initial reaction was, oh my god, Rocket League's dead. I'm prepared to uninstall the game. Uh, Like, that was, obviously, I wasn't opening Steam to then instantly uninstall and move on, but I was, trying almost to prepare myself for the, the worst and what i felt was the inevitable of the Fortnite case of epic where like i truthfully have always seen epic as a pretty awesome organization some of the games that they run and that they put through are really really well supported there's really good money into it the communities are great like like i have always really enjoyed epic as a as a company but when Fortnite hit it's the classic like when you're a fan of a like a small time like pizza chain and somehow they blow up and now their pizza is Trash, but that is kind of how I viewed Epic um, after Fortnite because their the two big things for me is one their esports uh, programs were abysmal to the point that uh, when two players won the Fortnite Championship through csl but it was still run through epic games for collegiate they literally like they won and they literally said hey we're quitting fortnite because epic mm-hmm. is an awful company for running esports i will happily like put that, that twitch clip to anyone it's like one of the most viewed fortnite twitch clips on on twitch right now um, mm-hmm. and it is it, it that is horrifying like that is so sad to see i would be so disappointed if a game like let's say rocket league if i watched like garrett g and like fireburner stand there and be like yeah we're quitting like psionics sucks like this is a a crappy program like i i would be so disheartened like watching this game of the guys that i like i look up to um but uh yeah so that was my kind of initial reaction and fear uh, and then the other pillar of where i've really struggled with epic as a as a company in general um is just there with their pay model they 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 do quite well at least with for Fortnite fortnight with the, the free to play but then tons of money dumped into the the cosmetic and uh, items and things like that they've had I think, worse pay models previously. But I think, luckily, based on timelines, they've learned a bit from EA slip ups with Battlefront 2 and a couple other things like that, that now they've gotten better with just doing the free-to-play system and then buying cosmetic items, and that's it. And luckily, I I think it's a pretty fair sentiment for a lot of Rocket League players and fans right now that they want the game to go free-to-play, so it's more easily accessible and, obviously, it's a pretty easy game to do so because the only way you put money into the game is for technically cosmetic items and i know the the reddit fiends who are studying hitbox like pixel lengths will decimate me for that comment but um realistically it's it's just cosmetic items so uh, i would not i would be pretty happy if epic found a good way to implement this new system so uh, i just want to clarify before i like end my rant that the a lot of folks seem to think because based on psionics newsletter they're like oh we're still psionics and we're still here and so on um it's not that psionics is ceasing to exist but it's also not that Psyonix is owning their ip anymore i want to make that as clear as possible for folks epic now owns psionics and owns all of their ip so they're like rocket league being that and like like sarp and like the any i think they have like three other small games uh so now it's Anything that now wants to come through the pipeline that Science wants to implement in the game needs to be approved by Epic. And Epic has the full right to just shut down their studio if they wanted to. So that was kind of my that was where my initial fear came from is like I've seen acquisitions go horribly wrong for some of my favorite games. But I, I'm trying now to have a little more faith that I think Epic has learned a lot from Fortnite and moving forward. There you go. That's my full circle matured opinion.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, Wabs, do you have anything to respond to Convo?
1: Um, I think I started on more of a neutral footing. Um, but then as I was talking to, I believe it was Jer, he, uh, he was the one that actually had, uh, some experience in Fortnite, um, and was talking in the Discord, uh, just about it a little bit. Um, and he seemed to be pretty, you know, on board of it with it. He seemed to be pretty happy, brought up a couple of good points, just the, the fact that they can dump money into it, that Sonic couldn't, especially mm-hmm. the, uh, the esports scene, which, um... Is never really a bad thing, to be honest. Uh, and then they can get like better venues, they can get more prize pools, they can get more events in general. Uh, so that's always going to be a good thing. Um, the having a big, uh, actually, no, I'm not gonna not gonna even say that one. I was just gonna go over um, a big company is kind of iffy, but could definitely help. But the big uh, problem I saw a lot of people having is the Steam, and mm-hmm. it moving off of Steam uh It seems like the only actual problems with that is in the workshop and in the um whether or not you can change, like have mods or uh, like if Bacchus mod is now dead because it's not on Steam anymore or things like that, which I don't think we they've responded to, um not to my knowledge at least.
2: No, I haven't seen anything in there.
1: Be a major thing whether or not Workshop is dead and mods are dead because those are just so integral to so many people's play or, uh, like gameplay. And, uh, I know that people like left and the mirror would be absolutely, uh, like just pissed to be honest, um, mm-hmm. hearing that they couldn't make maps anymore and all the maps that we made are just gone. Um, so I really hope that they like the epics launcher can, you know, uh, catch up, um, to the steam, at least in those, those respects where you can uh, put in some third-party mods and that they do have a workshop that people can use. Um, Whether or not that you can export from Steam to there is a different thing. I don't know how all that works. But um, the actual launcher itself, I think other than those, in my opinion.
0: All right, yeah, for sure. Um, Those are some good points you brought up. Um, I also want to say in response to Combo's earlier comment about um, Fortnite's esports scene, Um, I think another big thing, and this has been very obvious to anyone who's, I suppose, followed um, Battle Royale games since H1Z1. Um, The problem with Battle Royale games is that as a viewer and as a spectator client, as an eSport, they just don't function very well. Mm -hmm. Um, The investment of time plus the... the, I suppose the, the amount of action that is happening during during just makes people want to like tune out um i think people who do watch fortnite esports right are mostly looking at um like there's people that play the game themselves so when they watch it they like they want to get better or whatever um but Mm -hmm. i think i think what really defines a better esport viewing experience is games that you're no longer getting better at but you still want to watch right Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um and i think this has been very difficult because i i i know like starcraft is a game that even ha, um starcraft is a game that even though um i no longer play or try to get better at it i will gladly sit down and enjoy a couple games of it right mm-hmm. um overwatch uh same thing i don't really try to get better but actually it's a cool thing about that game is if, if toronto or vancouver the uh, quote unquote uh canadian teams are playing then i'll <laughs> uh then i'll watch but um but, for, like League of Legends, I used to follow a lot. Like, I'd, I watched a couple Worlds matches, but not playing the game anymore um, and not seeing the players I liked seeing before um, has actually just made me, like, not interested in anything that's happening in that game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think to your point about Fortnite, I think it's very hard. One, the viewer experience is, is pretty bad. So, that I think that's why it was so difficult um, to translate into esport, right? Like, how do you. It's hard to say, right? Like, how do you stay consistent if it's a, you know, like, I, I think I think the cool thing, what they are trying to do is, like, find out different models to, like, force engagement so people just don't sit around yep. the whole game, right? Like, that's a big problem. Like, if you're pro, in theory, like, all you do is just hide and learn to build very well and just not die. Uh, and then you play the last, like, ten, ten remaining people that somehow survived to get the last circle. Then you actually fight. Um, but it's just, I, I feel the game was not designed in a way that, um, promotes you know people staying and sitting along um and and watching and i think that's why people say i don't really like the game because like i think i think that what fortnite where people enjoy fortnite is watching like casual games where people are goofing off and doing silly things because it's a very much a um i suppose a a large landscape right um it's a sandbox <laughs> you can do a lot of things in and i think that's why uh twitch streamers would are doing so well in the game um, but in specifically to competition you don't go all right let's watch you know two people bunker down for hours <laughs> and just survive you know um and i think that one thing like uh you look at rock League, um you have to overwatch like starcraft you look at um even csgo right they're very defined objectives as to what the player is trying to do Um, and so even if there are greater complexities people can get it right away and people can actually enjoy it Um, and I think Fortnite never had that Um, just just because like if someone goes in they're like oh this is cool it's like someone trying to survive but then uh, then how do you like formulate you know stories that's what commentators do really well right they formulate stories going on Um, but if there's 10 different things going on at the same time and they can't follow all of them you know it's very difficult. Anyway, uh, that's my point on that. I don't know, comment if you have any thoughts on that.
2: No, I like I agree. I I think where I struggle the most is like yeah that your point exactly was my first thought was that just, like battle royals just aren't built as esports ultimately, and like I don't think we'll ever find a except, really good way
0: except for Tetris battle royale. That is the greatest esport. <laughs> All right, fight me. Anyway, keep going. Uh,
2: but uh, I think why I still continued to have like the worry that I did was the fact that to me it wasn't the fact that. Like the, like the like I'll use the, those two guys as the example who, who spoke on the CSL stream. Um, they weren't commenting that Fortnite as a game was bad. They were they literally said that Epic did not handle the esports scene well. Was was mm-hmm. where I had my worry. So like like they didn't say what exactly. So like I, I'm I'm purely speculating when I think it. But the, uh, I would assume it's like the, the the giving, like the the spreading of money. It's the like actual tournament format. It's like little things like that that um, I worry about however and then this is again my quote matured thought um that i i hope that those things that they just didn't handle well is because Fortnite was a bad esports game like like i hope Mm -hmm. that they can come and see that we currently in my opinion have a phenomenal system of of rocket league esports that really replicates real life in terms of promotion relegation having two leagues like all these different things that are that are very much replicate the actual sports world which obviously has worked Quite well at a consumer level for the last hundred years, um, so I, I I really do hope that it was just a inherent problem in Fortnite that they can come in and fix a certain not fix not try to fix Rocket League because it's currently not broken. I just hope that they're able to then put in more money to enhance the experience of Rocket League. So instead of having sixty thousand viewers per weekend, we have a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, and so on. All right, so that's what I'm really hoping for. The one comment that um, I'm really curious about, I I don't. I can't imagine a universe where this happens but if it does that actually would be my breaking point I think of where I would probably quit Rocket League Um, my selling feature whenever I show Rocket League to like my girlfriend or like new people or like things like that is the fact that to me it's the closest game that replicates a sport there is no Mm. hitting combos there's no like memorizing stats and max minning and like all these different or like last hitting like all these kind of things that like I think are awesome in a lot of the games in the esports world but at, at its core, Rocket League gives you a car on through your controller that you don't press a button to flip reset. You have to actively learn how to do that. The same way in hockey, you have to learn how to take <laughs> a wrist shot. You don't just like push a button on the stick and it takes a wrist shot. You need to learn how to lean into it and, and actually curl the puck and so on. Right. So um, That, so, I think, for me, is what, sorry, what... So
0: what you're saying is you wouldn't want Rocket League Rumble esports, is what... <laughs>
2: yeah (laughs) so um, that that, honestly was my initial problem with rumble but uh no and so what i'm worried about is one of the biggest critiques of epic handling the fortnite scene was that they have made massive changes nerfs things like that sometimes like a literal day before a massive like esports competition uh i remember i was seeing a lot of reddit posts of saying how like they introduced i like i don't play fortnite so uh, it's i'm not a great speaker here on terms of like what they did but um i know even speaking to someone like jr let's say on the on the brock team or um other folks that i know they added a couple seasons ago the feature to help like third man killing where when you kill someone you get 50 health back um and then they took it away for a little bit and then i don't know if they added it back i don't know there was these up and downs and i know that massively changed one of their big tournaments was because they brought in or sorry, they took out that system like a day before Uh, their big tournaments. And so the the, the literal meta of the game was changed by a corporate entity um mm-hmm. and like that is that breaks everything that i see because like to me like gaming is art gaming is sport or, like things like that
0: and having mm-hmm. a corporate
2: entity come in and massively change that like coming in i'll use hockey again like we're in playoffs right now in, the, in the, the nhl and if so tonight st louis is playing um dallas stars in game seven if like this evening they're like oh well goalie pads need to actually be two inches smaller good luck <laughs> um like like that that would be so much pain and like misery to the sport and like people would probably stop playing and so if that let's say we were to come on one day and epic's like oh well like we think flip resets are overpowered and like it breaks the physics of the game so like we're gonna get rid of that function like you summer know, some kids won't do that anymore um I, like i think that would be my turning point i think that's where i'd install the game and i've seen some reddit conversations about it and so i want to have good faith and i do have good faith that they won't like metal and they won't stick their hands in it and try to change what we've already built um but that definitely is something that could happen now that things have to go through the epic pipeline now so mm-hmm.
1: uh i will say about the clips that you uh you've been talking about the mm-hmm. two, two pro players that essentially quit on uh, at the end i think it was exactly about this uh what, you're ta- what you were just talking about where what they were doing was they were making massive changes um just at any point at all, they didn't really care whatsoever about the esports scene when they did them. Um, and it was the fact that how, or it was how big they were and how integral to the game itself uh, mm-hmm. they were making them. I just got, like, they got fed up. That That's how I interpreted it, at least. They got fed up with that. They uh, couldn't deal with it. They just said, if Epic can't figure out how an esports scene should be run and how a game should be balanced correctly around that, um, then I'm not going to play it. That's, that's what I took the uh, the clip itself to be uh, saying,
2: and so that's why, like at its core, like I, I think Fortnite, like if we see it in all shooters, like like where if let's say in Apex Legends, everyone makes a meme out of the Mozambique, so they're like, hey, let's make the Mozambique a little stronger. Like th- those are little things you have to do as a game developer, and I completely understand that in most games to try and balance. The issue is that to me, like that's why I'm I'm hoping Epic doesn't do it because I don't think Rocket League at its core is a game that remotely needs balancing because everyone can do anything with anything
0: right? and, and and also i think to, to that point um what where rocket league does really well is the extra modes and the ability to have these mod um uh, like uh modded games um is it allows people to have that ability to experiment right like if they're mm-hmm. if they want to do something for the sake of doing fun right um maybe like see what they can do with Rumble. Um, see if you can do like 3v3 hoops on a bigger like you know what I mean like I think what what Rocket League in the current state it has all these extra game modes that I feel could be played with pretty pretty freely in some sense as long as you don't uh, like get rid or mismanage the 3v3 uh, ranked or competitive experience mm-hmm. um, yeah any any last thoughts on this topic
2: I hope Epic does as well as they can in terms of pumping money in. I think they have great intentions. And by the negatives I bring up, these are all hypotheticals. And I want folks to remember that, yeah, especially if you see massively scaremongering posts on Reddit. Um, like, there is no history to pull from. Like, yes, I can pull from Fortnite, like I've been doing, or things like that. At its core, they're completely different games, literally made by a different company who is still working under this larger company. So the, we have no history to work off of. These are all just realistically, like, worst-case scenario, So let's just hope the game realistically only changes for the better. And that's kind of where I'm trying to right now.
1: Yeah, I think that as long as Epic doesn't try and help with balancing, uh, then everything will probably be pretty good. Um, And again, the only real downside, as long as they stay out of the game itself, like stay away from that and let Cylonics deal with it, is the workshop and the mods.
0: Yeah, and to that point as well, if if it's the same psionics team that still has freedom, right? I think the best the best form, like when you take over or something, is to let people keep doing what they're doing and only adjust where it's really needed. And um mm-hmm. as as uh, you know when when you here, uh let me let me uh push some history lesson onto you here. Um, you know, just to just to have fun with it, right? But Alexander the Great, um they're saying, like, oh, he was this great ruler. He had he conquered all this land, right? Um, but as he conquered, he'd literally just, like, take over. <laughs> uh, either place the person that was in power, uh, like, still in power, or, like, literally just be like, okay, you're in power now. You who know what's going on in this world. Uh, and then keep going, all right? So, um, with any luck, um, Psyonix will, or the employees um, of Psyonix will have... Um, The ability to keep doing what they're doing uh without much interference but then again um you know if epic games does come in they have to make sure they understand the community understand the game and uh they don't do anything to mess that up Mm -hmm. Uh, all right i think with that uh we're gonna go back to our uh from our epic news to our uh more eh, that's pretty cool news um uh what happened uh is just as we uh went off air last week um I don't know what the actual timeline is, uh, but Chiefs um, no longer exists in the Rocket League world. Um, <laughs> instead, uh, you know, uh, the Chiefs squad um, has been, I suppose, the, all their contracts have been bought out, um, and has and they've become the Renegades. Um, and the cool thing about it is, is I think, you know, if, if we were talking about esports ten years ago, um, you know, back in my heyday. Whenever you saw, you know, an org stop supporting a game or a player, um, it felt like that person was just stranded. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really cool from the Chiefs to see, like, yes, they're kind of out of Rocket League at the moment. Um, and you know, in part, it might be because uh, Oceana, like the that region, is not the major focus. At least from what I'm seeing from Rocket League, um, Combo can you know debate me on that in a second. Um, but, but, uh, I, I think it is cool that, you know, another org stepped up, bought out the contracts, said, Hey, we're in, we're in it. So let's do it. Um, so maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know if, do either of you disagree, uh, or I guess what are your general thoughts on, uh, this, this topic? Take away weapons.
1: Uh, all I got is that it's kind of, and really nice to see that, uh, the like even though Chiefs was leaving Rocket League they still you know cared for the players enough to make sure that they were uh set for when they left and that they um uh yeah wanted to make sure that they still had the contracts could still play uh, not really worry about their you know not worry about their jobs um so that was really really nice to see um and I don't think they announced or they said why they left but it seems uh like it was on good terms and hopefully there was something else or hopefully there was nothing too big at least. Um, so hopefully we see them come back again. Cause they, they were a pretty good org from what I've I've seen.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. I really just to kind of push home the, the point that flash started on, I have never been more impressed with an organization in like esports that I have been a part of or like, and like watched uh, and been a fan of the fact that an org went through the effort to not just dump their team and be like yeah we're done with rocket league but to literally interview other organizations and make sure that this equal contracts were sent across to the renegades um that is like like i literally like got goosebumps when i was reading it because i was like that's so like amazing like the the someone like like torsos who is arguably one of the best players in oc um one of the the chiefs legends i would be so sad to see let's say him just kind of like stuck almost without without an org and obviously they they would keep their spot and and throw down the oc rlcs equivalent but um just the not being represented like would be would be tough as we've seen the bricks this season and eu rlcs um so the the fact that we've had an org not only pick up these guys right away but the an org to facilitate that has has been awesome so um, and their their statement on May first, when they put it out, was was really nice as well, saying how um like how unforgettable this experience has been. That um they're planning like this is from the Chiefs org is they're they're planning on keeping a keen eye on the Rocket League scene and they want to rejoin sometime in the future. I am really curious, truthfully, as to like why it, it seems as if they're almost being forced to leave because of the language. Um, so I'm curious if maybe it's like a money thing or like maybe they're just not doing as well monetarily from the team as they wanted to or something along those lines. Like uh i am really really curious but uh ultimately i, I am so impressed with with chiefs the chiefs as they've been my by far favorite squad in oce so um definitely happy to become a renegades fan now uh moving through so
0: yeah i yeah, i think that's good um i don't think much else has to be said uh we're excited to see renegades kind of in the rocket league party and uh see how they do in the new kind of facet um so with with that in mind uh let's move on to our esports corner for the week um we went through some pretty big topics um you know uh maybe without a rob's rant um so uh but you know you don't you can't you can't it won't be special if i do it every week you know so like i gotta gotta time it i gotta i gotta prepare it um but
1: because there's not one
0: (laughs) yeah this week is special because there's not one um but what we're going to do is we're going to jump right into um, the results. And then, well, first we'll talk about the results. And then we'll talk about how it um, affects the standings or the final standings uh, for the regular season. So I'm going to start in EU because um, EU is better than NA. No, because um, um, Combo likes... They
2: do, they do have more championships. So it's it's technically an objective fact.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, mostly because Combo likes to talk about um, uh, NA more, so I want to um, cage me up. I don't know. Yep. I, I don't know where I was going with this one. Um, all right, here are the results. Week five, uh, you know, RV beating Esports. Sports. I watched the game. It was it was cool to see uh, uh, some double touches and some uh, flashy plays, but they're just having fun. Um, TSM got beat by the Bricks, so uh, well. You know, say what you want about that. Uh, I don't think that's really the interesting part. I think the more interesting part is that Barcelona beat both Triple Trouble and Paris, uh, while Dignitas beat both TSM and the Bricks. Um, you know, uh, making uh, making me uh, quite quite interested in the results just just generally because I feel like Dig has uh, been the most roller coaster team as of late. Um and they just managed to avoid, um you know, because of the results where the bricks, um, honestly that last game right week five the last game would have probably it was probably the determinant as as to whether or not dignitas or the bricks were gonna be in that lower two, um and so the fact they won they kind of pull through even though all the trouble uh, with implementing Yukio the whole week or sorry uh, the whole the whole regular season. Um, and Barcelona because of their two wins kind of pushing up to the top and making it through with RV so um, the teams that wanted it the most or at least played really well this week uh, had double games uh, Barcelona and Dignitas probably achieved what they hoped um, do we have any thoughts on let's start maybe with Dignitas and their rocky and crazy kind of form yeah, yeah. Uh, you go actually, why wow, on here. yeah
1: well, months, months, mine's, mine's kind of quick. It's just how did they do so bad in the weeks? <laughs> like looking at, at them, seeing a three-four record and a negative game game score at 12 and 14, like that is incredible because they've been so dominant for so long. And there, other than uh, than Yukio, there really hasn't been a big roster shift, from what I know. So I'm genuinely amazed that this is uh, that's where they're sitting, like one one game away from out.
0: Yeah, uh, comedy your, your thoughts on this?
2: Yeah, yeah, a uh, couple things. To start, one, I'd like to say uh, that I called it. Uh, I believe it was in our podcast at the end of week two when Dignitas were 0-3. I attributed that to coaching and that that problem would be fixed midway through the season as the the coach and like their team kind of just got a little more chemistry um because since they did pick up their their new coach this season in uh snasky um so i i would like to say that i think either one of two things either Snasky's is just a great coach and has managed to to figure out what the issue was that has worked them through or they heard my podcast heard my challenge heard the podcast heard <laughs> my challenges and adjusted accordingly um because they finished strong
0: i mean they how could learned. they not you know adjust to the number one the former number one ranked um uh you know nintendo player. <laughs> switch player <laughs> in the world that. i actually forgot about that, until you <laughs> forgot <laughs> that um
2: but yeah so i i am I I watched all of week 4 and week 5 for both regions, and um, Dignitas looks hot. They are looking like old Dignitas right now, especially against X flipside aka the Bricks. Um, They looked really solid despite, I thought, the Bricks having by far their best week performance, they still could not remotely keep up with Dignitas in that, in that uh, last series. Um, despite the, the record setting, and I don't know if either of you guys watched all the way through, um, but Cooks here on the Bricks set, uh, there's two records set. It was the highest scoring game uh, in RLCS history with a 10-1 win uh, in game three with Ooh. the Bricks over Dignitas, um, which is hilarious because all the other games were close. Like, like, don't get me wrong, when I say that they couldn't keep up with Dignitas, it's just that overall, I think Dignitas just looked better, but the games were still close, but the Bricks won 10 10 1 and Kukseer set the single player point record for all CS league play with, I think it was like 1,254 points, I believe, in one game, um, which is obscene. That is crazy. Wow. Um, so uh, they, and this, with that, I think the, br- the bricks look stellar, but they still cannot keep up with the digging toss. Um, mm-hmm. Along that note, the two teams, at least in week five, uh, that I think really show what to now, one, watch for this upcoming weekend, but also kind of show the importance of the end of the season and this kind of potential switch through, was that TSM uh, has, or sorry, Dignitas did not win any of their three games. They won their fourth, lost their fifth, and then won their sixth and seventh. So that Mm -hmm. they came into week five being, I believe, that would have made them one and four, right? Yeah, one and four. Um, And they managed to pull out a 3-4 finish in fifth place. Mm -hmm. TSM Came into week five, uh, I believe it would have been three and two. Yeah, three and two. So they were, I believe, in third place coming into week five. Um, Lost their last two matches, both to the Bricks and to Dignitas. Arguably two quite good teams, so like, understandable. Um, I know the Bricks have not performed well this season, but I think they're a little bit of a case of Dignitas where they've kind of picked it up towards the end. Mm -hmm. Um, But they now coming in, just as a note, in the lower round for the playoffs, for qualification of the, those those middle four teams, Dignitas and TSM are playing each other first round because of because of that. So the the big thing to keep in mind there is, I, if you asked me three weeks ago who would win in the series between TSM and Dignitas, I would pick D- TSM every single time. Uh, looking at how bad Dignitas has looked and un, uh, uncoordinated they've looked as a, as a unit. You ask me now after week five, I don't think TSM stands a chance against Dignitas. And like that breaks my heart because I, I love TSM a lot but they are looking so hot that if if somehow a TSM is going to, need to make some massive change or get some massive amount of hype in this upcoming week or I don't think they're qualifying for for LCS land which is not something I would have expected coming into the season at least. So,
0: yeah, I actually uh I got two things to say here. Um the first of which is um so do you know if it was uh which game was it that uh Dignitas won that or sorry, the Bricks won that 10-1 against Dignitas? Oh, game 3 game three so i think this is a classic example and i've uh i don't see this too much in rocket league but um you'll see this a lot more sometimes in soccer or hockey um where when teams are losing um you know like let's just say a teams down three nothing four nothing and then they go into half uh or sorry or like maybe there's there's not much time left um there's certain coaches that literally be like all right start thinking about the next game and stop thinking about mm-hmm. this one um and I think this is a classic example of of like just going like listen like it doesn't matter what the score for this game is right like mm-hmm. at this point all we have to do is win the next game so like they might like they might actually just relax breathe a bit you know that's why they're not playing as quickly cuz they might actually be like okay this is just warm up again let me refocus let me get ready for the next game um and then another thing I want to do all right this is my theory here okay um, and this this is going back to our uh, discussion about how 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 like their performance in regular season uh, compared to their performance at DreamHack, how it matched up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in and I've I've seen this across esports as well. Um, you know which one, um, but uh, teams that um, teams that are better coached and better at preparing will do better in the longer league format. Um as for teams that are more reactionary and have indig- base individual skill that is higher, they'll do better in a single day or couple day tournament format. Um wow. and I think that is the reason why when when um when you saw kind of Dignitas win that Dream uh, the hack event um you know, it, it made sense to me because, you know, what, it's still two of the best players that ever play the game, plus a very young skilled amateur player. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But then when regular season roll around, the teams that are better at preparing have better coaching staffs go, OK, now we got, you know, since they played uh, close to the most amount of games in this tournament, we have a lot of footage onto their habits and how they play. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see if we can break them. Right. Um, and the Dignitas being a team that is probably on top of the world. Um, and you said there was a new coach, right, Combo? Um, us, yeah, yeah. yeah, so with that, uh, I'm sure they were probably uh, maybe over, too overconfident. Um, and the trouble is when you're at the top, you don't have anyone to kind of look at to be like, okay, we got to beat this team. Instead, you got seven other teams that are like studying what you're doing and trying to find ways to beat you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that I think they might have been in some sense the reason uh, these teams, right, were beating them throughout the weeks Barcelona um paris rv um is that they're they're probably higher end caliber teams that kind of saw what they did at DreamHack and were able to take that footage be like okay this is how we should play against them you know Mm -hmm. um with a better coaching staff also if you look at strength of schedule um barcelona you know a pretty hot team coming in um given they're acquired by one of the biggest (laughs) clubs in the world but also you know uh, that uh, what was their former team name combo? Help me here.
2: <laughs> On who Barcelona? Yeah,
0: it was oh, uh, savage. Savage. You know, one of the I guess a notable team to to uh, you know that ha- that had a reputation behind them. Um, you know, facing them, then facing our uh, then facing Paris Saint Germain, then facing RV, I felt like that's probably a stronger lineup. Um, and if you look at the standings, it really is right. Uh, the, the three teams that they faced at the beginning are now the top three teams in the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. that's something to keep in mind, as opposed to as sort of the run of form throughout. Um, and you know what? They, they're they kind of bouncing back at the right time, and they're probably going to have... Uh, definitely be a threat going into that postseason. All right. Uh, hmm? what, I'm really excited to watch them play. Really. Yeah, what happens, any last thoughts here?
1: It kind of seems like they might uh Well, they definitely have something to prove now um so i'm kind of wondering if they'll take that uh and take, or like take that into their play and you know really try and um step up even from what they've been doing the past 2 weeks um just so that they can get these rematches against the people they lost to and try and be like hey we're still number 1 just because we had a bad week or a bad couple of weeks doesn't mean that we're uh running worse than we were before
0: no 100% um all right i think with that and barcelona kind of sneaking into that second spot i guess that's a bigger the other storyline not much to say they beat the second place team in paris and they accomplished what they had to do that week um Mm -hmm. to move on through all right let's move on to uh uh the not applicable region um uh well uh where do we start um one uh You know, it's nice that uh, Splice players listen to us, um, given their (laughs) hard-fought final game (laughs) in the RLCS. uh, I feel like uh, our, uh, you know, our jabs uh, really spurred them on to, uh, you know, at least uh, win some game. what, how do we call them matches and games how, how what's yeah, the tr-
2: matches or the series and games but like I got it say got we're
0: gonna okay, so. do series and games so, to win their first couple games in uh four uh four weeks it's is it five
1: weeks <laughs> a long time. <laughs> um,
0: all right combo regs them enough I should stop um the other big thing is uh I feel like we got cloud zero this week uh with zero series wins um but it's a good one they uh you know i'll be here all week um literally <laughs> if you're listening to me all week um if if uh i i watched a couple of the games it doesn't think with cloud nine is i never feel like they're a good team to that stays on top i feel like they're always a better team when they're chasing you know <laughs> when they're uh when they're the underdogs i feel like they play better they f- play more relaxed um, and they're always a team that's like, oh, well, crap, we don't know which Cloud9 is going to come out this week, right? Are we... Uh, um, not really. I think they're a consistent team, but I think sometimes I feel like uh, Cloud9 has a an ability that when they're not the team everyone's gunning for, they can really surprise people, right, and kind of sneak into the top spot, just like they did last year, or, or last Worlds. <laughs> um, NRG... Uh, holding a undefeated record uh, undefeated professional record as uh some would say um Bruce Bufford um of 7 and 0 oh. um you know they beat G2 um in a very uh sorry they didn't beat G2 they beat Rogue this is what happens when you're tired um but surprisingly Rogue gave them almost uh, a closer series than Cloud9 any it was thoughts an amazing series Such any thoughts on that series. game yep yeah.
2: Yeah, the Rogue one was uh, like arguably best series of the day, I would say. G two C nine, obviously the a great series. I, I've been talking about it I think since week two. Um, mm-hmm. But I yeah, that that Rogue series was phenomenal. I I'm really happy because it finally showed what Rogue is capable of when they're playing on that they're not a team that just like clips by with two wins kind of thing. Um, so I, I was really really happy to see them uh, perform the way the way they did there, um, especially like with. Only their two wins being against Splice and Space Station, but then almost pulling out the W against NRG. Um, That would have been life-changing. That would have been such a huge win. Uh, But no, that series was really, really good. Kronovi looked phenomenal. Um, AJ had a couple of nice highlight reel goals, but he he still really struggles on defense, man. He is a very mechanically talented player, but his defensive capabilities consistently let down the team uh Kronovi looked solid as as ever as per normal uh and then uh, I was I'm always kind of back and forth on Wonder he actually looked really good in I think it was game 2 uh that he looked phenomenal I think he actually scored all of their goals in game 2 or at least um most of them but um yeah they they came up firing so I'm really excited to see them in the playoffs now
0: I mean to be, to be fair to him if you have a name like Wonder you can't ever be predictable all right you have to keep <laughs> them guessing um. Yeah. No. So I feel like. Um. Well, one combo. I, I want to congratulate you on. Uh, officially hyping me up. Uh, for these series, and I very much enjoyed the last two weeks of me watching the. Regular season, uh, knowing all the stories kind of going in, uh, that mm-hmm. we talked about on the podcast. Um, and two, um, I like to also congratulate you on. Hyping up one region that uh, kind of had a bland. <laughs> pretty bland ending i feel at the end of it um because cloud nine kind of i mean we kind of felt cloud nine was gonna dip a bit after that space station um space station gaming Mm -hmm. still the team i feel like the dark horse um because it feels like they can sometimes just like pick off these bigger teams um and surprise you um but uh yeah dark station uh but you know what there's another thing that we haven't talked about, but I feel like we should. Um, you know, just just like staying true to their name, I suppose, they snuck up on us without us noticing. Uh, Ghost Gaming, uh, successfully avoiding relegation. Um, you know, uh, beating out Evil Geniuses, who should probably change their brand name. Alright, I need to stop. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, no, um, Evil Geniuses, just uh, not able to beat Ghost, and uh, you know we were i feel like when we started talking about this week three uh or week two i suppose week two week three um we were kind of looking at ghost and going oh no is this is this it right um Lethamir kind mm-hmm. of not at his best but i think illusion really came into his own um and that really kind of brought uh the ability for the team to start functioning together because i think a lot of weight was probably put on illusion and he wasn't playing up to it um so yeah, it's I guess a good story if you're a Canadian fan. <laughs> um, any thoughts on that uh, Wabbits combo? Um,
1: I'm not gonna lie, I watched uh, I did watch the uh, Splice, Splice and Space Station game, and I really really enjoyed that game. I don't know why, but well, it's
0: like seeing I just <laughs> you know what you like see, you know you might not know this, but I once saw a dumpster fire right. Um, and no, no. No I matter what, really <laughs> no matter what happens with it, um, you're just still gonna watch. It. No, um, no. I'm sure. I, I'm sure it was. I, I didn't follow quite a lot of it. Um, like unlike Combo, sure, who I feel was like really into it.
1: Um, I was, I was cheering for Splice the whole way through, hoping to nice. get that
0: second win. <laughs> Your Combo was probably for, like, for uh, what's the word? Fervent, ferv- yes. ferv- fervently um typing uh into the twitch chat as he hate watched it and uh you know was like cheering on space that's what i feel like happened
2: i was not obviously surprised with the outcome i knew splice wouldn't take any more wins series wins um was it a good series yes was splice ever relevant enough to win it i think no (sighs) i think this i think this doesn't stop dude uh, I, I do truthfully think the series score doesn't quite show how close the series was, and I'm curious if you guys disagree with this, because like obviously I, I do have a bias, and I'll be very open about that. But I, I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I don't think Splice stayed with them for much of it, um, especially their two wins being the, the two nothing games. Um, I, I really don't think Splice stayed with them that no- enough, and, uh, specifically because I thought that was probably one of the worst series that I think Space Station has ever participated in which made almost the appearance of a close and competitive series but in reality i i i wanted to almost like count the whiffs as i was watching it just so i could come here and be like this was just a, a bad competitive rocket league yeah, series so um, that feels hype because it's a, you have like a 2-1 game a 3-2 game a one nothing game one nothing game um and so like was it a good series yes but as someone who like I like when I see whiffs in the pro leagues, like I cringe. Like it really, really frustrates me um, because, like I whiff all the time. I am a quite high ranked player, uh, so like I I am very aware that whiffs happen. Uh, but at the pro level, like like you watch you watch that Cloud Nine G two series, I don't think there was a single actual whiff that happened in that entire series because those are two elite Rocket League teams that do not miss. Uh, and, I, and I I brought this up last time we talked about Splice. I literally think teams just play bad against Splice because they're so unpredictable with how, what they played the ball, which is almost a strength in RLCS, but obviously not enough to make them win more than one series.
0: So um, I think I think another thing that needs to be seen and. Being a connoisseur of splice games, as I have in uh, the past couple weeks, um, <laughs> you know, I, it's it's really it's really interesting as you slowly see a um, a mentality deteriorate. Um, and you know what? I think the reason that they did manage, you know, to get something out of these games um, is because they went they went so far, all right, into the negative mindset. All right <laughs> that they appeared on the other side a little bit um where i'm thinking like let, let's look at these eg g2 right um rogue energy I'll beat them th- and cloud nine i'll beat them three zero. um in and i think and in those games they're still going all right we have a chance of at least uh proceeding to the regional championships and not being in promotion playoffs right which is a terrible yeah. name because it really should be like avoid death or something i don't know i feel like there should be a different name that actually explains what it is because promotion playoffs uh sounds great for the teams going up doesn't sound great for the teams going down um no what i was trying to say though is uh given like given they are still in it right um i'm pretty like i'm sure i'm sure if you're that team and you, you're seeing your teammates whiff all the time like that just frustrates you and brings you down to the spiral and just keeps going right um, and I think the reason that this series was close in any sense is, despite the abundance, and I mean abundance, of terrible whiffs mm-hmm. um, that occurred, um, the Montalia was like, well, this is our last game before the promotion series, it doesn't matter, um, so let's just keep playing. And then you'd see individual players kind of stick out and try to make something happen, as opposed to, oh no, that's a whiff, Like our, our team's doomed, you know? Mm-hmm um that's that's what i was trying to explain there yeah
1: so the reason that i really like this game
0: all right keep going no i I hear you man we we got to put combo in his place all right
1: i want to hear it i'm really i'm like excited i
0: I completely agree with
1: you that it was absolutely
0: trash and it was a terrible game but it was a great series (laughs) not a great way to disagree by by saying i completely agree with you
1: (laughs) it was so much fun to watch though Because mm-hmm. all the other games are just these incredibly high-level games that um, even someone like someone like me who's at a C1, just, you know, I can follow them, but, like, I can never really... Um, like, they, they do some things that I just don't understand, and then they end up being really, really good because they're just uh, such a high... Like, so much higher of a level. But for some reason, this one felt a lot lower, and it felt like maybe a high GC game where I can definitely follow it, I couldn't play at it, but I could follow it. And I can just, um, you know, like it's just so much more fun to watch uh, when it's something that you're not used to. Yeah, I, I think there's something the to be... S-
0: mm-hmm. I, I think sorry, sorry to cut we'll you off here. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, something to be said here, though, I, I wanted to just jump onto this. Um, the When you see the well coordinated teams play, sometimes it's almost like it's so perfect that that your mind gets used to it. Exactly. And, you know what I mean? Your, your mind's like, oh, okay, this is gonna be perfect plane to perfect plane to perfect save, and then they're gonna do it over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's, I mean, there's, you know, if when you're when you're trying to get it better and you're like fascinated by the strategy behind that, like I, I'm sure you can find enjoyment. Um, but if you're just, you know, watch, I think when you go into that game, you want to watch it just for the fun of it. Um, and seeing these whiffs and seeing like, oh, how do they react to the whiffs um, mm-hmm. or how do they re- the more basic plays um, might have, you know, definitely made a more interesting series.
1: Like, I, I just think that it was so much fun because of these whiffs that like every single moment was just really hype about who was going to get the ball because two different people had missed the ball on uh, on each team. So like, how are they going to come back from this? How are they supposed to get to to any position that's not really bad for them and probably going to lead to a goal? But it was just the entire game that was just oh, just a dumpster fire. And it, you're right, you're right, Flash. Uh, way back or back but it to was the beginning, glorious. It, it was a dumpster
0: fire. It was glorious.
1: It was a glorious dumpster fire.
0: You know what? Series of the week. All right, I'm gonna I'm yep, gonna overrule combo in this week. one. We're gonna take over. All right. Um. Uh, anyway, if you, (laughs) um, I think with that, I think, I think we've kind of done a a good roundup. Um, I just want to, uh, combo is the, are the playoff brackets posted already? Do you know?
2: Yeah, they are. Uh, they're on the, like the esports site and Wikipedia. I can read them out if you want me to. Uh,
0: yes, please. Actually. Cool. Are they are they happening this when they're, this happen, yeah, they're this happening? They're happening this weekend. In that case, uh, you know, I guess we got to go into them. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, I was hoping we got another week. You know, maybe we could do a whole other <laughs> show dedicated to it. But uh, no, we'll get into I, it.
2: I, um, so starting, so basically, just again for context, how it works, because um, it's actually slightly different than a couple seasons ago with how it used to work. Um, so in the so the middle four we will be playing in the regional playoffs in the first round to see which two. Guarantee their spot at LAN. Um, so we'll start with the EU. So, for instance, the middle four right now, starting from third down to sixth, is we have PSG, Triple Treble, Dignitas, and then TSM. So, how that works is in what are called the upper quarterfinals, you'll have PSG playing Triple Treble. So, the three and the four seed playing against each other. Winner will instantly qualify for LAN, but they'll be playing the number two seed. Uh, FC Barcelona. Um, to basically, then this becomes for the actual seeding at LAN. Uh, so whoever wins the overall playoffs so will, despite um, RV getting the six and one season and, and placing first, if let's say they lose. Right away to the, the bottom one, they're going to finish as the third seed, uh, if that makes any sense. Uh, wait, wait, because... hold on, hold on, hold on. All
0: right, I was completely following until you went yeah, there so, last uh, Sorry, so I'll explain. So once
2: I explain the lower, yeah, once I explain the lower, it'll make a little more sense. So PSG versus Triple Treble winner will play FC Barcelona in what are the semifinals. So whoever wins between PSG Triple Treble guarantees their spot. So let's say, but just for context, let's say PSG wins. So PSG will move on to play FC Barcelona. So that means FC Barcelona, PSG, and at this point, RV have guaranteed their spots at LAN. What then happens is since Triple Trouble lost, they now move down to what are called the lower quarterfinals. And they will play the winner of Dignitas and TSM. Uh, And so in that first series of Dignitas and TSM, who are the five and six seeds, uh, whoever loses is out. They will not qualify for LAN. They're done. Um, the winner will go on to play the loser of the upper quarterfinals, which I've just explained. So let's say that's Triple Trouble in this case. So let's say, uh, as I predicted, Dignitas wins the lower round one. So that means they will move on to play um, Triple Trouble in the lower quarterfinals. Following that, then you would then have. Uh, okay, so
0: so what I'm what I'm gathering is that if Team Solomon, being the sixth seed, want to make it through.
2: They will need to beat the loser of the upper quarterfinals. Uh, sorry, they need to beat Dignitas, and then they'll need to beat the loser of the upper quarterfinals just to qualify. And then they would also have to then be RV, and then the winner of FC Barcelona and whoever wins the upper quarterfinals to place first. Okay, yeah. so so, so
0: yeah, okay, okay, okay. So basically, what it's saying is, um, the lower down you are, the more games you have to play to first qualify, and then later uh, be higher ranked. That's how I'm gonna simplify yeah. it. Because if if you yeah. keep talking, we're all gonna lose our- <laughs> i
2: thought that was a good explanation i, I thought it was uh, good too i think if you have
0: it in front of you maybe i'm just more visual um yeah fair definitely yeah, it's, it's much really easier right to see right the bracket right <laughs> um the point being all, um, it's right here <laughs>
2: um so then similar bracket style won't explain the entire thing again Hmm. um so in na we have uh same thing so i'll read the stats down so third to sixth we have cloud nine space station ghost gaming and then rogue so that would put cloud nine and space station playing in the upper quarterfinals. winner moves on to play g2 loser goes down to play the winner of ghost or rogue um who are the bottom two in the round one what did i say
0: uh, no, I, I, I'm just telling you the results. Uh, this is a spoiler. Oh, I know.
2: <laughs> um, I think Rogue, uh, to be honest. But... Um... But uh, yeah, so let's say I'll keep doing the, the, the little notes again. So let's say Cloud Nine wins because I'm a Cloud Nine fanboy. They move on to play G two. Space Station drops to those lower quarterfinals to play the winner of Ghost or Rogue. So let's say that's Ghost. Um, winner of that series, so that would be let's say Ghost and Space Station uh, would then move on to play that number one overall seed. So that's energy seven and zero. Um, but obviously, whoever wins that has already qualified. There. All right, skills. hold on.
0: So this is the one thing that I don't don't quite follow. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, if you go, if you go, um, what's it called? If Space Station loses to Cloud9, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and then they win, mm-hmm. what happens next? Do they play Cloud9 again? If or do they PlayStation... play the loser of Cloud9 G2? No. No, they're um, just done. energy.
2: Yeah, so it's the it, oh. it really is a completely yeah like normal eight team bracket t- technically. Um, if you were to really think about it, even though there's only four teams, uh, because it's 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 double elim only for the two teams that made it into the upper quarterfinals. That's the only people that have the double elim, which is obviously the confusing part. So the 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 people who are five and six. So in NA, that. Would all, be right, most all right!
0: All right! Uh, Listen, the all right! Listen, I'm at a point with this. With, sorry, I'm just gonna say it right now. I I love the complexity. I also very much dislike the fact that it's taking, you know, I feel like I feel like our listeners, or at least I know I'm a little confused. I I think I kind of get it. Um mm-hmm. but I think in general I don't want to keep talking about it because I feel like the <laughs> the format is complex for the sake of being interesting. And I like that. No, so it's actually the
2: format is complex for the sake of rewarding the teams who do best. Because the main complaint every single season, all the way since season one, was that league play becomes almost irrelevant if you don't place top two because yes, it's sorry. not okay. hard for yeah, because it's not hard for a sixth seed to beat the third seed and move through. Yeah. So, so the reason that they've done this is now those those top two of the middle force, so that third and fourth seed, now get a double Elim limb chance to move in, whereas those bottom two only have the single Elim limb chance.
0: Yeah, no, so okay, I think that's what I was trying to say by complexity, right? The reason for the complexity is to ensure the league system is is like there's more to fight for essentially. Um but yeah, I think that's good in general. I just, you know, as a as a listener or a viewer, I'm sure it, it might make it a little harder to follow or watch on these promotion relegation days. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be something to keep in mind. Um, I would say
1: if you want to figure it out, looking at the uh, the bracket itself
0: makes us makes a lot of sense. Nice. It's,
2: yeah, it's very simple. When you All right. Out
1: well, but...
0: Anyway, um, with that said, I think I think we'll just call it a night today. Combo. Um, you still. Very tired. <laughs> I, I am very tired. Um, you know, and I have to wake up at four thirty tomorrow, so that'll be fun. Um, but not, not. I feel like the, okay. The reason the reason I was hope the reason I was hoping <laughs> to go over the brackets is that in my mind, you know, when you have more regular brackets, you can easily more easier. I feel predict the future storylines going in. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm, you know, I'm not going to be predicting who's going to win uh with those especially in europe man i don't know where europe mm-hmm. goes um and i think we talked enough about the teams in the last week that hopefully they people or people listening have a sense of how the teams are um doing going into these uh kind of uh into these uh regional championships so uh i'm hoping we can leave on that maybe how about this just just to kind of close it all up from what you see on the bracket um what sticks out to you and maybe we'll just just a short couple things on that and then we'll call it a day uh so maybe we'll start with wabbits and then we'll go combo. okay i
1: honestly don't really see much exciting happening in the uh, na to be honest <laughs> um it'll be definitely a couple of good games uh c9 getting a rematch against g2 um if they beat space station (laughs)
0: wow i was like that was confident
1: (laughs) i'm just straight up assuming that they're going to dark station listen
0: dark station is gonna make it through all right
1: i definitely see them making it through but i see them making it through on the bottom half (laughs) (laughs) so i I, i'd say them uh beating uh or losing to c9 and then probably beating uh i want to say rogue but it could be ghost and I don't know. I could be completely wrong. And a space station cloud nine gets out and losing to, to ghosts.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Listen, listen, what's gonna, what's, what, what would win? All right. Um, a cloud, all right. Um, uh-huh. a cloud that is a, uh, abstracted, uh, I suppose thought process, right? Of someone going that they're elevated and they're in high spirits. Um, uh-huh. or, you know, something that sneaks up on you. All right, um, oh, I f- I feel it? like if you if you look at these two abstract ideas, um, I feel the sense of not knowing uh, what's gonna happen will definitely sneak up on anyone who's feeling an elevated sense of joy, um, and so and so for that reason, um, if if the two do clash, I do think Ghost is gonna win.
1: <laughs> Wait, that also works for Rogue though.
0: <laughs> um, no, but the difference is, um, you know, uh, Rogue is not an abstract idea. Um, and it's more rudimentary and uh, for uh, that reason I do believe um, when dealing with uh you know concepts that are beyond what is uh present and uh you know uh, seeable even though they're you know stealthy uh, they're not un, you know they're not actually invisible so in uh, that reason uh, I don't believe rogue will be making it through okay any other Bye. any other uh, thoughts I, I, you know I'm, I'm down to keep going this this uh, thought experiment
1: what about Space station and cloud nine because the space station is above a cloud. Uh,
0: so. yeah, okay, yeah, no, but I mean, I already predicted that, so that stays within.
1: I think you're right here. It's cloud nine going down to the bottom, and I'm losing to ghost.
0: Um, that's yeah, it. cloud nine is gonna have the pitfalls of uh things that happen to any rich man, um, which is uh <laughs> when you are you know have an elevated uh, amount of joy and you think nothing can touch you, uh, that's when you get stricken down. Um, you know, most represent. notably by samurai, uh, which is what G2 is so um, uh, and the reason <laughs> scary, the right? reason G2 unlike Rogue, right, because if you look at Rogue, um, Rogue is, is, you know, the stealthy and the ninja but the reason that, that G2 elevates themselves is because in honor of the samurai their code of ethics, alright brings them into the realm of the abstract uh, which allows <laughs> them to engage with these uh, ideas, right um, and uh, kind of push through um and then um energy uh, what? well What's and the energy, energy is energy so that's what everyone is using right that is essence that is um you know it is it is the definition of both a concept that is abstract yet material at the same time uh yep. and for that reason uh you know they will they they you know like i said this before right they might not always be on cloud 9 they not, might not always be elevated um, but they are always present, all right. With them mm. within both realms, all right. Um, uh, never quite, you know, seeing the peak, like I've said before, uh, but never quite falling down because they're they're just always there. Uh, sure. Uh, all <laughs> so that there's a prediction for the, uh, the entire bracket. All right, all right. I love that. Let's let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, let's do this for EU. All right. Hit me with the EU. Um, Sorry, combo. Uh, I feel like the Rob and Kyle show has taken over for a moment. Keep going. You're good. Um, so, uh, mouse, mouse esports are not in, and the bricks are not in. Well, uh, you could have predicted that if you thought about it, because bricks fall heavily. Bricks kill mice. And, uh, and yeah, and no, and and mice. Well, um, you know, there's no elephants, so I guess they they have no count, direct counters. Um, team solo mid. Um, Can I just make a note? Yes. For a sec? Yes, please. Uh,
2: I love that I started this podcast when talking about epic by saying there's no max minning in Rocket League, yet you're somehow max minning the team mascots of each of being like oh like like this like Bricks are very effective, like super effective against <laughs> mice, but mice are very effective against elephants. But there's no elephants, so you brought a water type to a to a water <laughs> type fight here. Um, like Pokemon in the last week or so. So, oh,
0: uh, dude, I can't wait for that Ryan Reynolds movie. Um, all right, keep it going, keep going with it. Uh, Team Solomid against Dignitas. Um, Dignitas probably means something, uh, but I don't know quite what it is. Um, so I'm gonna use their mysterious uh, you know, um uh what's it called? Figure. Uh figure that looks like they could be like kinda like an alien figure. Um mm-hmm. against Team Solo Mid. Um you know, you I think an alien on your own. Yeah, I think I think when you look at these two, um you know what? You you can't unless uh unless you're a uh a god and Team soul mid, um obviously is speaking to League of Legends and uh, you know mm-hmm. who goes Solomid a lot Faker and so through uh, the acquaintance with the all and powerful Riot organization um, mm-hmm. I believe that Team Solomid will actually beat out Dignitas uh, as opposed to what Combo was predicting. Now,
1: um... okay, if you bring dsm into the melee uh, melee realm. Okay, then they have Leffen and Leffen is only a demigod.
0: Ooh. because they've never
1: actually to like the god so can a demigod be whatever this black shaded figure is um uh
0: you know what you might you might be you know what this figure is this is actually yukio's true essence uh and maybe if yukio's true essence appears uh then then maybe uh maybe we'll get somewhere um but you know triple trouble like that's a tough proposition all right not only do you mm-hmm. got trouble once all right but then you run into oh, it again all right <laughs> And then you run into it one final time, all right? That's that's a pretty hard proposition. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, out of the teams, Dig and Team Solomid, whoever goes out there, they're, they're facing Triple Trouble. And I think Triple Trouble is just going to roll over it, okay? By the way, totally. if anyone... PSG is beating Triple Trouble. Hold on, hold on. If anyone is following these predictions and would like to make a uh, flowchart of what I've predicted, that'd be amazing. And also, I don't even know uh, what I would do if I saw that. Uh, but anyway, um, triple trouble, Par- uh, Paris Saint Germain. Um, well,
1: it is Paris,
0: ps South France. Yeah, PSG is the originator of a triple trouble offensive soccer formation. Um, given uh, you have Cavani, uh, or at least I don't know what it is now, I haven't followed for a bit, but uh, it was always Cavani, uh, Neymar, and um, Mbappe. So, uh, you know, uh, with that kind of precedent, um, you know, I feel like PSG has to be triple trouble because, like, you, you know, they they, they were the OGs before triple trouble, uh, in that sense. But then you look at Barcelona, and Barcelona is clearly beating PSG every day, so easy, easy one there, um. And then we have a uh, fly that is uh, surrounding or uh, within a um, uh, the emblem from uh, uh, Zelda here. So uh, um, I don't I don't know
2: uh, a flying Triforce that's hard to deal with. Yeah, uh, no,
0: it's actually a Triforce on the back of a fly, um, uh, which is actually a great representation of the team um, because. You know, they are a triple uh, duo that uh, literally flies around the map continuously and in mysterious ways. Um, And so I think, and you know how soccer players are um, with Mosquitoes uh, and the fact that they hate them and uh, they use bug spray, but it doesn't work. So I think through that logic, RV will never lose a game in this regional playoffs. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to double up on this and
1: say that even if Digitas does beat we said triple trouble. Yeah. Uh, in the losers quarters. We already said that toss can't be gods. And the Triforce is three gods into one.
0: Ooh. Uh, I like
1: I, it. I don't think that's even possible. There's a zero percent chance that toss wins.
0: Zero. There's 0% zero percent that they're first seed. Yeah. Alright. Um combo, I hope you enjoyed uh listening to the uh podcast. Uh for the last <laughs> little bit. To be fair. I think you uh you definitely grounded us before, but uh we elevated and went past cloud nine and I don't know where we ended up uh, maybe at a space station but with that in mind um I thank you all for listening to us um I hope you enjoyed it because uh you know what I think it took me exactly an hour to uh to wake up in this podcast and uh i I don't know which land I appeared in um but hopefully it was great and epic uh and with that um I and hope all hmm? anyone
1: who thought we wouldn't get a Rob rant <laughs> 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 you, you thought
0: wrong um no and with that uh, I'd like to thank you and hope you all have a wonderful week uh enjoy what you're doing always have goals set goals all right that's your that's your job for this week all right even if it's brushing your teeth every day okay um so, so that you do don't that. stink unlike uh I don't know I was about to name shout someone out combo. but a combo sure um yeah brush your teeth and set goals that are probably bigger than brushing your teeth but brushing your teeth could be a good start anyway uh, with that see you guys and bye. bye